No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome back to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. We begin this week by continuing to look at the duties of the priests and the Levites who served them in the tabernacle. God had specific and detailed tasks for Aaron, his sons, and the three families of Levites in handling the holy things of God. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Numbers chapter 4 on Simply the Bible. Does God really care about what we do? He certainly cared about what the Levites did. He was very specific in assigning duties to them. If God were just as specific in telling us what to do, would we listen? Would we obey? Or would we just do what we want? The instructions that God gave to Moses in the desert of Sinai for the priestly tribe of Levi are applicable to us today. For in Christ, we have been made a kingdom of priests. He doesn't specifically tell us which furnishings, curtains, or boards to carry as he did with the Levites. But he does have a place for us each in the body of Christ and a work for each of us to perform. We pick it up in Numbers chapter 4. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Take a census of the sons of Kohath from among the children of Levi, by their families, by their father's house, from 30 years old and above, even to 50 years old, all who enter the service to do the work in the tabernacle of meeting. Before there could be any assignments, there first had to be a numbering. They needed to know how many workers were available. When God took the Levites for himself in place of the firstborn of Israel, he numbered the males one month old and older. But for the sake of assignments of duty, he numbered the males 30 to 50 years old. This was their prime of life and the years that they were to serve in the tabernacle. Verse 4, this is the service of the sons of Kohath in the tabernacle of meeting, relating to the most holy things. When the camp prepares to journey, Aaron and his son shall come and they shall take down the covering veil and cover the ark of the testimony with it. Then they shall put on it a covering of badger skins and spread over that a cloth entirely of blue and they shall insert its poles. As long as the pillar of cloud remained hovering over the tabernacle, everybody stayed put. But when the pillar of cloud moved by day or the pillar of fire by night, then they knew it was time to break camp. No one was permitted to look at the Ark of the Covenant in the most holy place except Aaron and his sons. And when it was time to break camp, the first thing Aaron and his sons did was to cover the Ark with the veil that separated the holy place from the most holy place. Then they covered it with badger skins, followed by a blue covering. Lastly, they inserted the poles by which they would carry the ark. After they completed their work, the only thing that anyone else would see was the blue covered ark being carried, and they would know that God was going with them. Verse 7, On the table of showbread, they shall spread a blue cloth and put on it the dishes, the pans, the bowls, and the pitchers for pouring and the showbread shall be on it. 
They shall spread over them a scarlet cloth and cover the same with a covering of badger skins, and they shall insert its poles. Next, they would pack up the table of showbread. They'd spread a blue tablecloth over the gold table and then put on it the dishes, pans, bowls, pitchers, and showbread. Then they'd spread over everything a scarlet cloth followed by a covering of badger skins, which would make it waterproof. Finally, they'd insert the poles. It is interesting that the only piece of furniture within the sanctuary that was covered with scarlet was this table of showbread, which pictures Jesus, who is the bread of life. Verse 9. And they shall take a blue cloth and cover the lampstand of the light with its lamps, its wick trimmers, its trays, and all its oil vessels, with which they service it. Then they shall put it with all its utensils in a covering of badger skins and put it on a carrying beam. Over the golden altar, they shall spread a blue cloth and cover it with a covering of badger skins and they shall insert its poles. Then they shall take all the utensils of service with which they minister in the sanctuary and put them in a blue cloth, cover them with a covering of badger skins and put them on a carrying beam. Also, they shall take away the ashes from the altar and spread a purple cloth over it. They shall put on it all its implements with which they minister there, the fire pans, the forks, the shovels, the basins, and all the utensils of the altar. And they shall spread on it a covering of badger skins and insert its poles. So all the miscellaneous utensils of service that were used inside the sanctuary were placed on a blue cloth and then covered with badger skins and carried on a beam. Then outside the sanctuary, after removing the ashes from the bronze altar, they would cover it with a purple cloth and put on it all the associated implements for that altar. Finally, they covered it with badger skins and inserted the poles for carrying it. I trust that you can see that God gave great attention to detail for how every piece of furniture was to be cared for, packed up, and transported. Aaron and his sons had to attend to all the preliminary work for no one else could gaze upon these holy furnishings. Now, there's no longer any earthly tabernacle or temple made with human hands, nothing that God has ordained. Now, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. As a pastor, I have the privilege of gazing upon the holy things of God. That is his people. I'm often acquainted with their secret things, their prayer requests, marriage and family concerns, and personal issues. I handle things that are highly confidential. Then I am close to them during very important times of their lives. I baptize them, I marry them, dedicate their children, and officiate at their funerals. Now, when I'm dealing with God's people, I have the consciousness that every person I touch is bought with the blood of Jesus Christ. Therefore, I always seek to handle them with care, knowing that I will give an account to the Lord. Verse 15, And when Aaron and his sons have finished covering the sanctuary and all the furnishings of the sanctuary, when the camp is set to go, then the sons of Kohath shall come to carry them. 
but they shall not touch any holy thing, lest they die. These are the things in the tabernacle of meeting, which the sons of Kohath are to carry. God gave the Levites to Aaron and his sons to help them in the service of the tabernacle. Since Aaron was from the family of Kohath himself, the Kohathites worked closest with him. After the holy things of the sanctuary were covered, the Kohathites would carry them. Right now, our church meets in a school, which means that we must set up church every Sunday and then tear it all down when we're done. And I am very dependent upon the men, women, and youth who faithfully perform these tasks each week. Their service frees me up to pray, teach, and minister to the people. We function as a body, and it is beautiful when each part does its part. I am reminded of what the Apostle Paul wrote in the fourth chapter of Ephesians. Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly as each part does its own special work. It helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. Do you know your place in the body of Christ? And are you doing your part? That is how the church grows. Back to Numbers 4.16. The appointed duty of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, is the oil for the light, the sweet incense, the daily grain offering, the anointing oil, the oversight of all the tabernacle, of all that is in it, with the sanctuary and its furnishings. God appointed Aaron's son Eleazar to take care of these very important items of worship. In fact, he had oversight of all the tabernacle and all that was in it. Today, people have concerns about nepotism. They raise an eyebrow or, or look upon you with suspicion when you involve your family in what you do. But in the priesthood, God ordained that Aaron's sons should work by his side and even be next in line. The priesthood was passed from generation to generation. Verse 17. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Do not cut off the tribe of the families of the Kohathites from among the Levites, but do this in regard to them, that they may live and not die when they approach the most holy things. Aaron and his sons shall go in and appoint each of them to his service and his task. But they shall not go in to watch while the holy things are being covered, lest they die. It was the duty of Aaron and his sons to protect their family members, the Kohathites, who would be carrying these holy things. If they were slipshod in their execution of their duties so that the coverings fell off or 
that the Kohathites were watching when they were putting them on, or if they failed to give clear instructions to them in how to handle the holy things, somebody could die. God gave Aaron and his sons supervision over the Kohathites to protect them from harm. Hundreds of years later, when King David wanted to bring the Ark of the Covenant into Jerusalem, he didn't follow the instructions. Rather than having the Kohathites carry it, he gave instructions for it to be placed upon a cart. While it was being transported, one of the oxen stumbled and Uzzah reached out his hand and took hold of the ark. Then God struck him down and he died. This was a classic example of doing the right thing in the wrong way. That is why God warned Aaron and his sons to supervise everything regarding these holy things so that no one would die. It is my hope and prayer that every believer in Jesus Christ will seek the Lord to know his or her gift and calling. There is nothing better that we can do than to serve the Lord in the place he has appointed for us. God doesn't necessarily spell it out for us as he did for the Levites. However, he has given us this promise in Jeremiah 33, 3. Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. They meet Sunday mornings at 1030 at Pepperidge Elementary School in Boise. Also, to listen to any of Pastor Daryl's teachings or to find out more about the church, go to their website at calvarytv.org. They'd really love to hear from you. You can also text them at 208-314-3377 with your questions or comments. Tomorrow we will look at the specific duties for the other two families of Levites, the Gershonites and the Merarites. We hope you'll join us as we continue through the book of Numbers on Simply the Bible.